founders, influencers, and people from across the globe. As you may or may not know, this podcast is part of a wider not-for-profit project which is looking to empower young girls across the globe. So today's guest, I actually found um, through reading a BBC article, he was featured on um, BBC's One Hot Summer, which was all around individuals stepping out of their comfort zone. I then reached out to him and realised he was doing a few other things as well that were worth having a conversation about, so I thought why not uh, invite him onto the podcast. So without further ado, I welcome Chris Richards onto the show. How are you, Chris? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. Um, so for those who don't know, um, tell us a bit about yourself, Chris, and kind of uh, what do you do kind of day to day, I suppose? Okay. All right. So um, my name is Chris Richards. I'm 23 years old currently. Um, I actually am a business owner, I'm an entrepreneur, so I actually have three businesses that I run currently. Um, on the side of that, I also do acting and modelling as well, I'm trying to break through in the, that industry and I've got a very exciting project coming soon um, at the start of 2019 as well um, in regards to showcasing more of my acting, acting skills and stuff. Great, great, that sounds exciting. And let's start from the beginning then. So obviously I found you through the show that you were doing with BBC. How did you get involved with that show? Okay, cool. So with the BBC, um, what happened was, this is actually a funny story. So I have a group chat with a lot of my friends and they actually found an ad that was placed on Instagram about the show. Um, and then because I'm quite the organised one of the group, they've asked yeah. me to like do the application for us and them. Yeah. As going through the application process, um, it ended up being quite strenuous. Like We had to do a lot of Skype calls, a lot of Skype meetings, a lot of phone calls, calling different directors, going to the studio. Um, doing test shoots, doing um, they come into my house, doing test recordings as well. So it was quite a long um, process. It took about maybe a month to two months. Oh, wow, a month okay. to two months before they actually decided, um, like, yeah, they'll, they'll feature us on the show. Oh, wow, that's pretty cool. So, I mean, tell us about the show. What, what For those who don't know um, what it was about and what do you feel that you got out of the show and, and what was kind of the highlights of what you were doing on the show as well? Okay, so the show, um, the show in general, what I've learned about being on the show is it's really made me understand like the way I live my life and the way other people live is completely different depending on what area you're from. Like, I didn't realize how, for example, like I'm me and the people I went on a show with were the only ones there from London. Everyone else were from like countryside, some maybe from like North England. And you'd think just because you're all of the same age group, you all like similar stuff that there'll be a lot of things in common but very quickly like in terms of like the things we cared about the the mentality of each of us were very different depending on the area we was from and that was quite an eye-opener thing to see because I just assumed that every young person was pretty much pretty much the same um that, that was one major one major challenge that I definitely found on the show was uh, for me personally is in terms of like cleaning like I've got OCD so for me it's like <laughs> so for me it was like every villa we was going into it just became very messy in the kitchen particularly and like right. that was just really like 
learning to clean up other people's mess that was a very big challenge for me because i even had like a debate on the show about it where i was taught growing up like you clean up after yourself um so i've never really been used to like clean up of someone else's mess and then on the show obviously like because you're living as a group not a lot of people will stick to whatever you use you clean so sometimes some people have to take the heat and just clean up for the whole house and there were set times when each person had a responsibility to do so and that was like a big challenge for me like learning how to like look after other people's mess as well because you're living in a house and keeping everything sane that was like something i had to personally overcome um and i'll say yeah it, it was it was definitely quite um quite bad some of the some of the state of the kitchen it was left i mean <laughs> And are you still in touch with um, the kind of group that you were with on the show? Yeah, so after the show finished, we all created a, a WhatsApp group. And to, to my surprise, um, we're, st- we're all still in contact with each other. Like, we all still talk every day in, in the WhatsApp group and kind of seeing what everyone's getting onto now, like going back into the real world. And so, yeah, we're still, we're still pretty much in contact with each other, yeah. And so before, before obviously you did this show, so I was kind of giving you a bit of a Google stalk before. So you've done a few kind of acting gigs on the side. I mean, how is it quite challenging, like making you breaking your way into this industry, like especially within the UK as well? Kind of what, how have you found it so far? And obviously you've got kind of a long way to go as well in terms of lots of exciting things coming up, like you were saying. Um, yeah, I find it, it is, especially, it is very difficult to break into the industry because what a lot of people like let, let's be realistic for casting directors and people already in the industry there's so many established artists that they can already use have contact with so to kind yeah. of get your foot in the door it's like you have to do things that will kind of put your profile out there um and to stand out from everyone else because there'll be a million and one people all applying to the same agencies or a million and one people that want to be casted for the next big tv show so it's got to be something different about you that's going to stand out so I, my advice to anyone trying to get into that industry is do a lot of small projects as well, something that can build up your portfolio. I mean, for me, one of the major keys that kind of opened a few doors to me was, yes, I got onto the BBC, but it was what I'd done afterwards. I mean, what I'd done afterwards, I took the initiative of downloading all the episodes that I was in and I made a, and I cut out only my bits i made it into like a show reel and i started sending that out to directors and that's what started making me being seen and known within the industry because i i took the initiative to do something like that so it's the same when you've got small projects i mean do as much small projects as you can show your talents showcase for your friends do whatever you can do put it into like a show reel and then start sending it out to directors so then you have a physical form that you can show to people that makes you stand out from everyone else that's applying for whatever it is that you're trying to get into, whether it's singing, dancing, acting, modeling, that you're different from everyone else. That's that's my biggest advice, I'd say. Nice. No, that's, that's really useful. And I mean, I suppose, um, I mean, when people tend to say leave kind of education, et cetera, they tend to just go in a day, day-to-day, nine-to-five job. So you were saying you work on other projects, a um, bit of an entrepreneur, and then also you have this um, acting kind of, a uh, modeling um, kind of work on the side. So in terms of the projects you do in terms of like business and stuff, what is it that you do um, on the side of that? Okay, so the three other businesses that I do, so the first one is a, um, it's called Rich Airport Runs, which is an air, an airport transportation business. So we provide airport pickups and drop-offs across the London air, um, London area. Now, that business started off by an accident, if I'll be honest with you. It started um, at the start of 20, 2018 by accident. I was literally just dropping my friend off to the airport, and he paid me 
quite a lot of money to do so actually like a lot more than i was expecting and he paid me in advance to also um pick him back up and i was just thinking to myself like i wonder how much people would probably like would pay me to drop them to the airport because i don't mind doing it like uh, i love planes fun fact <laughs> about me i love planes, love airports <laughs> and i love driving so it's not really a problem for me to do that so i kind of just put out a broadcast list i think the same day when i got home and i just put a broadcast list saying that oh anyone traveling to the airport um i don't mind dropping you if you can't find a ride nice. and then literally the same day i had about 10 people no word of a lie message wow. me saying like if you drop me blah blah so i was like <laughs> okay let me let me let me see if i should make this into a business because i wasn't too sure because i had another two businesses already and i didn't right. want to do too much i didn't want to become one of those people that do too much and you don't in, and not get anything done yeah. um so i created an instagram page and on my life within the first two days i had about over 20 bookings um wow. for pick drop offs and then within the first week, I ended up getting a travel agency um, meet up with me to be in partnership with me to provide the airport transportation for their customers. So after after two weeks, I was like, yep, yeah, this is definitely a business I'm going to be doing. And then I just started to develop it from there. So that's one of my uh, most recent projects, I would say. Um, my next project after that, that I started um, about a year and a half ago now as an estate agent. Um, so prior to that, I used to work full time as a as a lettings agency. But if I'm being totally honest, you know, it wasn't really for me. I, I mean, I like the industry of properties. I always wanted to get into properties, but I traditionally didn't feel the way estate agents are ran in the United Kingdom. I felt that you could still get the same results, but it can be run a totally different way. I mean, I feel like especially the new age technology we have, a lot of young entrepreneurs, people who are tech savvy, I feel like you can be, be an estate agent on the go rather than being an office-based one. So when I left the industry, I just took it on myself to start it myself with uh, one, of my, one, of, one of my close friends who also in properties at the time. Um, so our company started off as an online-based um, company. So we do everything that a normal estate agent will do. The only difference is that we just run it from our mobile phones. We don't use an office space. And we don't need to work, you know, nine to six working hours. We literally do it within our spare time working online. And we feel that as long as we keep progressing, we can have a breakthrough in the terms of state agencies running in the United Kingdom, like in total. Because we feel we've got a very unique platform that we're using right now. And it's just about growing it, getting the brand out there more. And I reckon it can definitely catch on and be and be a thing. Um, so that's my second project. And uh, my final project. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I know you've gone and your final one. Yeah. And my final project is probably my main, my main one. Um, it's, it's my heart to entrepreneurship. Um, so I'm in an industry called network marketing. Uh, network marketing um, is basically where you, you purchase a franchise of an online business and you can grow it and build it in as many countries as you possibly can and help other people become entrepreneurs as well. What my company specializes in is that we provide essential services for products central services sorry for businesses and also for homes as well across 26 countries so this was actually my main first introduction into business um and i started this three and a half years ago and you get yourself business mentors as well who help you learn how to build a business um and this is where i learned all my key fundamental skills in terms of communicating with people how to get right deals how to market yourself how to expand your business how to operate it on an international basis today i've got that business running in four countries right now um united kingdom norway um 
America and also in Republic of Ireland as well. And that's through learning how to expand a business using using online platforms such as Zoom, GoToMeetings, and using social media like Instagram and stuff to expand the business. And um, that's something that I've been working on and I'm very passionate about. And I've been doing that for three and a half years. And because of that business and the skills I learned there, that's what allowed me to then go on my own to open up my own estate agent and now also do my airport business as well. So those are the three main projects that I'm working on um, at the moment. No, that's really exciting. And I was going to say the, the kind of the airport business and the estate agents, like that would have to come from somewhere in terms of the initiative to, OK, I know that I can use technology to build it out. I know that um, if I market it on social media, I can build um, my network out as well. So what would you what would be kind of for you the biggest challenges of not only kind of multitasking across three different uh, businesses, I suppose? I mean, technology makes that really easy, but. What's the biggest challenge for you when it comes to working in a business day to day? The biggest challenge. Oh, I've got. I've got a good. I've got a great lesson for this one. So my two biggest challenge, I would hundred percent say, is is that number one is the is the consistency like your day-to-day like you have to create yourself a routine, and this yeah. is probably the hardest thing possible because when you have a job, for example. Like, you know your routine. You might work Monday to Friday, you finish at five, and then you can plan your day after that. And you know what you're going to be doing day to day and stuff. When you're running your own business, every single day is going to be completely different. And sometimes it's very hard to plan your days if you have no bookings. So, for example, if I don't have any airport bookings and got no pickups, then I can't plan that in my day. But then what about if I have no landlords to meet or I've got no clients to move in? I can't plan that in my day. And what about if I've got no one to meet in terms of showing them my products or services or showing them a way to expand my business to? Then it's very difficult. So you have to be in charge by creating a a strict routine for yourself that's going to allow you to have a backup um, if things go wrong. And that's what I've learned the hard way. So, for example, as an entrepreneur, let's say let's let's give you a data example. Let's say tomorrow is uh, first, tomorrow's Thursday. Let's say tomorrow in the books right now, I have an airport pickup at five o'clock in the morning. Then I have an airport drop off at nine a.m. in the morning. Then let's say I have a landlord meeting at twelve o'clock, and then let's say I have a I don't know an entrepreneur meeting at four. I might think that my day is now planned. I know what I'm doing, but then this is the reality of being an entrepreneur. Tonight at eight o'clock, I might get a cancellation on that 9 a.m. Um, airport run that I had booked in. So now I need to find an alternative to do to fill out that day to make sure I'm still being productive. Then tomorrow might come and that meeting at four o'clock might get rescheduled to nine o'clock. Now I need to make sure I've got a backup plan to to rearrange my day. And that is the hardest part about being an entrepreneur is that you never have a strict routine. You never have a strict schedule and things can change, especially on the day. And it's learning how to adapt to that and having backup plans to make sure you're still going to be productive. You're still going to get the results or the, the targets that you put, that you set for yourself. That's number one. Number two, this is also another hard one, is setting yourself targets. Because when you're at a job, it's very easy. Some will say to you, you need to do X amount of sales or X amount of this, X amount of calls per day. If you don't do it, you're going to be fired. Simple. When you're an entrepreneur now, 
there's no one there telling you you've got to set targets and there's no no one telling you what targets you have to do you're in complete control so you've got to set yourself targets about what you want to achieve and you've got to make sure that you're going to stick to them and the hardest thing about being an entrepreneur is that there's no one accountable for your actions so therefore let's say you've told yourself oh within a year's time you want to buy yourself i don't know a range rover in order for you to afford the range rover you need to do i don't know let's say five sales a week which means you need to do one sale a day from Monday to Friday. You might have worked that out, but now you've got to make sure that you're actually doing it. And the hardest part of being an entrepreneur is that if you don't make the sale on Monday, it's very easy to convince yourself that it's okay because there's no one there on your back to tell you, no, that's not okay. You need to do better. There's no one pushing you. So my biggest advice would be because there's no one pushing you to achieve your targets, you want to get yourself either a mentor or an accountability buddy. This is yeah. someone that's going to hold you accountable for your actions to allow you to stay on track. But also you're going to do the same thing for them. And it tells you it what I promise you it works like a charm because there'll be days sometimes even I wake up and I'm lazy and I'm like, oh, I can't bother to do it today. And my accountability buddy, who's actually my best friend now, will call me and be like, what are you doing today? And I'll tell him. And if I'm not doing something productive to achieve my goals, he will grill me. Like he will definitely be on the phone shouting at me, making me realize that I'm nowhere near where I need to be and I need to get to work. And those sort of things there will help you so much when you're trying to be an entrepreneur. Promise you those two things there. Have a routine and have an accountability buddy that allows you to stick to your targets are the two major, major, major keys that I would advise anyone trying to be an entrepreneur or business owner. And that's really good advice. I think the main thing that I'll take from that as well is um, productivity is like the huge thing. And speaking from experience as well, is that when you're at home as well and you're 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 kind of telling yourself, OK, I need to get up at, at this hour. I need to set my goal for, OK, I've got a meeting at X time. And what am I going to be doing um, after as well? And making sure that every hour is accountable for because now that it's your own business as well every hour really does count and I suppose there's pros and cons to that but I suppose the pros to that is you can be really flexible in your routine and you can make sure you start doing the stuff that you enjoy as well because I mean with the flexibility of what you're doing I mean if if your your acting kind of takes off even more I suppose you can relax maybe on the other side of your businesses because it sounds like kind of the acting's a passion as well um, and of course the the heart to entrepreneurship and the network marketing again that sounds like a real passion project for you of course um, one key thing I've learned about business that someone's taught that a mentor of mine taught me is that once you're established in something and you have like financial backing always get always hire an expert to help you out because you can't do it on your own and there's yeah. people better than you that can run other aspects of your business and this is a key that I've learned because I thought you know if you start your own business you've got to do everything but for example let's say you I don't know let's say you want to start your own I don't know car wash business yeah. your expertise lies in you doing the car wash that's your expertise you're not expertise at the accounting side you're not expertise at the marketing you're not expertise in all the other thing that comes around the business so once you get yourself to a position you then want to hire someone who is an expert at the accounting side of things hire someone who is an expert at the marketing hire someone who is an expert in all these other fields so you can just focus on what you're good at in your business and that's how you end up growing an established business because you can't do everything yeah. And do you have a team um, kind of within these different businesses? Do you have a team around you? Is it a big team? 
Yeah, so with the network marketing, I have a team of, at the moment, a team of about 84 people. So that, that, that's that's quite um, useful and helpful. In the rich airport runs, um, I have about currently 12 drivers and I have two um, actual like uh, co-owners with me. Um, so that's a, a quite a quite a good team there. And then for my property business, at the moment there's there's four of us at the moment, but we're still trying to expand because we realise that we we're trying to get to numbers of six and seven to really be able to maximise the things that we can do. So we're still trying to look to expand that business a bit more and add a few more people to it. And what would be your one bit of advice when it comes to hiring someone? Uh, do you do your do your full research on them because we realize a lot of people lie because they'll tell you what you think they will tell you what what they think you want to hear and it's very yeah. easy to get sucked in and believe it um and i've learned i've i've had so many people and fired them so quickly because you just turned out that what they've said to you was just a complete lie so make yeah. sure you do your full research on them um and number two ideally if it's someone that you actually know that could that that slightly could work better in your favor as well because then you'll know if they're lying or not. I think those are my two probably major keys right now. Good stuff. And so you've got a few projects coming up. Um, hopefully you can talk about them or maybe a couple of them. What are kind of the plans for maybe the rest of 2018 and 2019? What What do you have planned to do? Um, well, this one I can announce because it's been announced now is um, I'm actually um, I'm actually working with a very young director. Um, he's he's very big in the industry of um, our um, performance he does singing acting and dancing um he's been in the background of like skeptics videos and stuff like that as well so he's got a very huge connect and he contacted me after the show and um he's starting a project i don't know if you guys are aware of uh, the online web series shallow story that's been oh. trending all across the world right now recently nice yeah no heard of that yeah um so he wants to create a web series that's similar to shallow story and he kind of just broke down you know the aims and the vision of this project um this project's called harmony um and it's going to be touching a lot of issues that goes on with young people but the main difference about harmony um is that we're going to show people that the way to get out of trouble situations not to go through gang violence is there's another way out so we're going to be showing people and young people like if you are in bad situations there is another way out rather than going straight to violence and gangs and crime you, there is another way out and that's what the web series is going to be about um and that's going to be released within the first quarter of 2019 so i'm very excited to work on the project um i happen to um have one of the main main, main lead roles in this project as well and again, it's just a stepping stone to kind of, you know, show people my acting skills, what I can do, but also more, more so that I actually believed in director's vision and I want, I want this to be a true success as much as he does. And I'm just blessed and privileged that he actually trusted me to, you know, be a lead star in his project. So I just want to give it the best I can and hopefully get the right message out and inspire a lot of people worldwide and hopefully create a huge platform to go on to bigger, bigger things as well. No, that's, that sounds really exciting and we'll, we'll follow that and obviously post that um, within our kind of social circle as well. So my kind of question to you, um, Chris, is one that I ask all my guests. Um, what advice would you give your younger self? Uh, <laughs> a lot. <laughs> a lot. <laughs> OK, so the first thing I'd give my younger self is start earlier. So I think realistically, I started my entrepreneur journey realistically at 20 years old. I wish, I wish I started at 16. I wish. 
because then because what you realize about business is that it's gonna take you know a good four five six years before it's really established and i just think if i started at 16 by 22 i could have been where i already wanted to be if that makes sense so start earlier number one number two learn about money management early really learn about that early so the mistake i made was i was actually given quite a large sum of money by my mum at the age of 16 years old uh, and i had no money management skills and i absolutely just splunked the money and i always think back like if i knew what i knew then about money i could use that that in that money i made so many wise investments that could have paid off now so learn about money management please that will help you so much especially especially as you're going through you know being a business owner and three i would say go to as many like business seminars and try find mentors someone who's willing to actually you know help you and guide you step by step because they're going to be needed because you cannot do this game on your own so those are my three major advice that i'd give to myself find a business mentor start early off maybe from 16 and learn about money management and manage money a lot better really good advice there chris and i think it's perfect for um especially when you talk about people being younger and starting off early i mean yeah when you're at school you kind of um i mean what i love about this day and age you do hear about stories of young kids who are starting businesses at school which i think is great because you can start an idea a project whatever at any age and i just think it's the passion is what is what carries you through and obviously financially you need help but I mean if people buy into your project it doesn't matter what age you are so yeah definitely um start earlier that's my favorite one <laughs> yeah 100% 100% like I've got like for example now like because I mentor people just in general like, about business I've got a lot of people are always asking about business and what advice I can give them and I've realized that a few people I'm talking to are like 14 and I'm like, and they've got a very, very good man. Like, I'm talking to them and like, we are like talking back on a financial level. Like we're talking about businesses, investment, cash flow, all of this. And they're telling me they're only 14 years old. And I'm like, who's mentoring you? Like, how do you know all of this stuff? Like, this is great. Like, they have no idea, like, because they're starting so young and they know so much, you know, by the time they're 18, 19, like their life can be completely changed. And it's just great to see so many young people like, starting an entrepreneur lifestyle it's just, it's amazing it's brilliant yeah completely and and i'm fully behind the kind of side hustles and passion projects of people who have their day jobs and eventually kind of want to do something that they love or or that they kind of want to make extra money on the side as well so so yeah so thank you so much chris i mean what you're doing is really cool and obviously well done kind of on the show with bbc but i mean it seems like it's opened up a couple of doors for you there and good luck with kind of the businesses as well thank you so much for being on the show thank you thank you so much for having me i really appreciate it and thank you everyone for listening and tuning in i had one one last advice so when you, you touched on something i really just want to say if if you are working a job and you're trying to be an entrepreneur please make sure you just keep your job there until your business is at a level where then right. you can comfortably leave your job and you know that your business will still sustain you um i made that mistake as well and you know, and I know a lot of people has made that mistake where you get excited because you're starting your own business. So you want to leave your job early. Just don't make that mistake because you will need a consistent cash flow just to cover your bills and stuff whilst you're building your foundation. So that's just a big one. I just want to point out to everyone. No, very, very good point to make. And it's all about putting in the extra hours rather than cutting your salary straight away. Um, exactly. No. 
Great, great advice, Chris, and thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you.